ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أحب البلاد إلى الله مساجدها وأبغز البلاد إلى الله أسواقها أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لسان يفقه قولي درشي بالله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. We have been on the subject of Masjid Nabwi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Prophet's Masjid, the Prophet's Mosque, an incredible Masjid, Allama Suyuti Rahmatullah Alayhi has written in his kitab that in the 24 hours incalculable malaika descend from the heavens to come and greet Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to say salam to him salatu wasalam jinns are also also there and also the malaika come down to greet Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam great honor is given to huzur alayhi salatu wasalam in the last session that was mentioned <coughs> with regards to the construction of masjid nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam brothers will remember that initially that book that part of the land where until today huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is resting and for which Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said that between my member and my rawza that entire area is rawzatun min riyadil jannah the main section of masjid which nowadays is quite difficult to get into depends what time of the year you visit the haramain or sharifain but generally it's packed out it's that main section that area that part of the land belonged to two orphans Hussein, Sahal and Suhal Sahal and Suhal both were orphans, they were in the care of their uncle Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam purchased that area it was a small area from them and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala paid on behalf of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam which was at that time only 10 dinar 10 dinar we learn a lot from every amal of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam later on in the year 7 Hijri when Khaybar was conquered 
Prophet ﷺ decided to extend the masjid. The masjid became small. Many companions were there now. There was an empty area neighboring the masjid itself that belonged to a Sahabi who financially was not very secure. Miskeen the, gareeb the. Prophet ﷺ made an alarm that anyone who buys that land from that Sahabi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in return will bless him with a beautiful mansion in Jannat. Brothers will remember it was Hazrat Asman radiallahu ta'ala and Allah blessed him with much wealth. Hazrat Asman radiallahu ta'ala and bought that area. I think I said 40,000 dirham which was incorrect last week so just want to reiterate that again it was 10,000 dirham what was it? 10,000 just looked into that today it was 10,000 dirham the first plot that was bought was for 10 dinar and then in the year 7 Hijri Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala unpaid for that area 10,000 and he came to Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and he says, Ya Rasulullah, this is hadiyah to you, this property. Do as you will. Obviously, the companions knew the intentions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The plan was to extend Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an reminded. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What a great companion he was. The only one to have this honor that two of the daughters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam were in his nikah. No other companion had this honor. Not Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, not Hazrat Umar Farooq, not Hazrat Ali, no one. Only Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. And he was so Beloved, beloved in front of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved him Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said If I had 40 daughters 40 ladkiya hoti I would give all of them in your nikah Remember, not all together <laughs> I didn't understand actually Is that why you're smiling? Are you wondering, is it two together? No, no, it's not No, it's Can't have two sisters One passed away And then you have the second. And astaghfirullah, people today make zina and they take pride. And when someone uh, makes amal on the sunnah and if he decides to have two wives, Allahu Akbar, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah, as if uh, the trumpet has been blown into. Uh, or it's like as if Imam Mahdi has come out. وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَةَ إِذْنَا بِاللَّهِ Remember brothers, mock any sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is a great possibility that Allah takes away the iman from your heart. Astaghfirullah hmm? ibn We should not take any of the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lightly. So Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala had two daughters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One passed away and then Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam gave the second daughter in marriage and when the second one passed away subhanallah that was it Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and got married to Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha so he paid 10,000 dirhams 
for that area. And he reminded Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, do I get my mansion in Jannat in return for this? And sallallahu alayhi wasallam smiled at Rasulullah. What did he not do for the Ummah? Subhanallah. The Khulafai Rashidin. I was saying to someone today, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, with his own money, Sunnah, with his own money, constructed 4,000 masajid for the Ummah. Get me? 4,000. Four thousand. That is why Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, "Ahabul bilad ila Allah masajiduha." From the different parts of the the lands in this world, the most beloved, the dearest book part of land is the masajid, where the masjid is standing. Why the masjid are like uh, pockets? of Rahmat, where Rahmat comes down, where Rahmat is stored. See? That is why in the hadith of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I said, like how you view the stars shining. See? That is how the Malaika view the earth. They view the Masajid like stars from the heavens. Like how we in the night can see the stars shining. So the angels in the heavens, they see the masajid, they can see the earth, and they, they, they look at the masajid, and the masajid are like the stars of this dunya. Masjid is so precious. Ahabbul biladi ilallah masajidu. Wa abghazul biladi ilallahi aswaquha. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, and Allah is displeased with some parts of the land upon which there is bazaar, souq. The reason for that is that generally in a bazaar there are a lot of shayateen and the bazaar is an area where sometimes very conveniently a person can forget or be neglectful from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why the bazaar is something that is disliked. The mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in that area where the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is done. And the zikr is in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَنْ أَزْلَمُ مِمَّنْ مَنَعَ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ يُذْكَرُ فِيهَا اسْمُهُ وَسَعَى فِي خَرَابِيَا يُذْكَرُ فِيهَا اسْمُهُ The zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is then in the house of Allah. Where does the Mu'azzin give azan? Musa bai doesn't go to his house to give azan, does he? And does Musa bai give azan? From behind here. Musa bai gives azan. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And even the darja of the Mu'azzin is so high. Why? Because Musa Bai has now become connected to the masjid or any other Mu'azzin is connected to the masjid. And in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it comes that anyone who gives azan for seven years kitne saal ke liye? Mu'azzin? Seven years. Kutiba lahu baraatum minan nar That individual on the day of Qiyamah, a letter is given to him that you are free from the fire of hell. Allah ne tumari mafsir al kardi. Kitne saal hai? Subhanallah. Maha Dawood sahab ko dekhe. Bichare, kai saalo se imamat kar rahe. Kai saalo se. Punctuality. Kai saalo se. Look at the great scholars in Lester Hazrat Maha Adam sahab ko dekhe. Kai saalo se. 
حضرت محمد سلیم صاحب کو دیکھے کئی سالوں سے ماشاء اللہ اسی میں دالم سے لے کر ایون آف مدارس ودونا خدمت آف دس دین سبحان اللہ سو فار سیون ایئرز اگ اینی بڑی گیو این ازان از فری فرام دا فائر ان فیکٹ ان دا حدیث اٹ کمز وین دا مؤذنون وین دا مؤذن پیپل کم آؤٹ فرام دا گریو وین دے کم آؤٹ فرام دا گریو وین دے کم آؤٹ آف دا گریو دے ول بی سے اللہ اکبر اللہ اکبر اللہ اکبر اللہ اکبر اشہد اللہ الہ الا اللہ دس از ان دا حدیث So when a Mu'azzin comes out of the grave, these are the words that will come out because he is in the habit of giving azan five times a day. So he is used to that. So when he comes out from the grave, this is hadith. يَخْرُجُونَ مِن كُبُورِهِمْ يُؤَذِّنُونَ الْمُؤَذِّنَ They'll come out of the grave giving azan. That is why if an opportunity is given to you, MashaAllah, one must take that opportunity to give azan. That is great da'wah work, great da'wah work. In the hadith it comes that on the day of Qiyamah the Mu'azzin will have long necks. Lord. Uh, doesn't look, doesn't sound too nice, is it? Long neck. SubhanAllah. But the, the meaning to it is also that high honor and position will be given to them. And they will be raised on mountains of mushk. Mushki pahar ke upar So why is this honor given to the Mu'azzin? What is so good about the Mu'azzin? The Azan is connected to the Masjid. The Azan is connected to the Masjid. And it is in the Masjid that the Rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down. In the Hadith, Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, from the many that will benefit from the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah one will be وَرَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّكٌ بِالْمَسْجِدِ that one individual whose heart is connected with the masjid and we have seen so many young individuals mashallah they come when they come for zuhar they're there for asr they come for asr they'll sit in the masjid until maghrib subhanallah We have a group of Jamaat here for the first time, 20 days, somebody was just telling me. MashaAllah, and all of them are young in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَرَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّكٌ فِي الْمَسْجِدِ And his heart is connected to the masjid. Allahu Akbar. The point I wanted to mention also is that if you look at Every transaction of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, everything what he bought, he took full consideration of the person in front. If he was the owner, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would look at his condition and would buy it with profit given to him. Ten dinar is with profit. Ten thousand dirham is with profit. Nafekisar. Not as hadiyah, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took that into consideration. Dr. Muzaffar was a, one of the VIPs when he went to visit Pakistan from Canada. This was an article which I was reading. And he said after a long journey from Canada he stopped at the Allama Iqbal International Airport in Lahore. Sayyid Agustin, 
This is when I got to this airport. It was fantastic. Everything was new. The architecture, the materials that were used for the building was all new. Very beautiful. No problem. The baggages and everything was handled carefully. Security guards were very, very lenient. He says, with great ease, I came out of the airport admiring this beautiful airport in Pakistan. He said, my family members who came to pick me up, I said to them that, MashaAllah, what a beautiful airport this is. So he says, yes, it's a beautiful airport, but at the time of the, the opening, inauguration of the airport, there were a lot of people there who were not happy with the opening of this airport. Masakin, poor people. He says, why? He says, where the airport has been built today, that was the land that belonged to the miskeen and the farmers and the poor people. The rich military people who were in the government in a very fraudulent way uh, convinced the farmers at that time and bought it for a very cheap price and then sold it back because they knew that in the future there was an airport that was going to be built here and there are still some farmers who have not been paid for the land that they have given to the government so he says what are you looking at this Allama Iqbal airport Kya Allama Iqbal? have you even looked and read the sha'iri and the poetry of the dreams of Allama Iqbal who was Allama Iqbal who was Allah Iqbal? When he saw his own son, he wrote a letter to him. In Germany, there's even the German government has have got a statue of Allah Iqbal, rahmatullah He is known as the Rumi of the time. The Rumi of the time, Subhanallah. And so the farmers have not even been paid for yet. Compare that to the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the farmers were complaining subhanallah this is the sort of sight of the ummah today my respected brothers and huzur alayhi salatu wasalam the two yateem said to us sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya rasulullah we give it to you as hadiyah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said no ya yateem 10 dinar hazrat abu bakr siddiq gave 10,000 dirham Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Subhanallah And this is the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Nothing was taken free Nothing was taken free It was paid for By sallallahu alayhi wasallam And the companions So much so that Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam In one majlis Would say to the companions Do that And Muhammad Mustafa promises you Jannah. Do that Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam promises you Jannah promises you Jannah in return Jannah was given to them Subhanallah what is money in this world my brothers Jannah was given to the companion Allahu Akbar that is why Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave great value to the Masajid as Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala 4000 Masajid Subhanallah visit the Qurtuba Masjid in Spain Jaya Kabi, go to Spain and see 
what has happened to that masjid the most beautiful masjid you will ever see and I even said I think was it last year when we went to visit the Cordoba masjid the Spanish people the security guards that were there one was there standing he had a ladder and he had this chemical powder something of the sort and in the Arabic language we as Muslims can read it says La ghaliba illallah La ghaliba there is no power except for the power of Allah La ghaliba illallah and he was there wiping away the Arabic words La ghaliba illallah and we were there standing and looking at Allah what can a Muslim do? La ghaliba illallah he was wiping it away there is no la ghaliba illallah. And even restrict you, you can't even pray two rakats nafal there because they remind you that it's no longer a masjid, it's no longer a masjid, it's a church now. Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. My respected brothers, the value of the masjid is such. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that when a person makes wuzu from home, and walks it to the masjid with the intention to perform far salat behind the imam it is like that person who has put on his ihram from the house and intends to go for hajj like that person you do wuzu in the house it is equivalent to that haji who puts on his ihram and when you walk into the masjid with the intention to perform farsala, sunnat parni when I say farsala, it is like that person who has the intention to perform hajj. So when you pray five times a day jamaat with this hadith in front of you, you are getting the reward of five hajj every day. And what is difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam once said to the companions, why don't you enter the gardens of Jannah and eat from the fruits of Jannah. The companion says, Ya Rasulullah, eat from the fruits of Jannah in this world, enter the gardens of Jannah. Where are the gardens of Jannah? Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that the masajid are the gardens of Jannah. So enter the masjid and eat from the fruits of Jannah. What is the fruit of Jannah? Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa la ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. That is the fruit of Jannah. So when you're in the world, if you're in the masjid, say Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa la ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. You are actually eating from the fruits of Jannah. Insha'Allah ta'ala, by the barakat of reciting this kalima, you will enter Jannah. Absalam has said in the hadith that when you enter the masjid, you are the guest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you are the guest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the honor that is given to you is that forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all your sins. And when you leave the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, generally when you have guests and when he goes, you can give him a hadiyah, a gift. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that the gift that Allah gives you is honor and status. Honor and status. Subhanallah. But yet, on the same hand, my respected brothers, we have to be very, very careful that when there is great honor, great honor to something, when you disrespect it, 
Allahu Akbar, to the same level. The anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also comes to that individual if you disrespect that area. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith, a time will come that the Muslimin will have no respect of the masajid and they will indulge in worldly conversations and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not care for them. Kitni sakht in a hadith has said as I mentioned in Jummah has said that when one talks in the masjid his good actions are eaten away like how fire eats up wood the alama in this fiqah kitab it is written that when a person talks something that is not related to Islam 40 days of his a'mal are nullified not accepted, 40 days this is how much honor and respect we have to give to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when you see any dust particle or anything or even hair sometimes when we are here we see white hair on the musalla musabat what's that? Is the beard okay? <laughs> As with age it comes down. With age it comes down. So there's hair and stuff like that. And some people are not hygiene conscious at all. You see nails and dried up skin in the masjid. And when they perform salah, they sneeze. They sneeze in such a way they don't even take uh, they don't care of the person that is next door to them. Astaghfirullah. And they burp loudly. And this is all against the adab of the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you see something, a dust particle or something or hair, and you pick it up, and you put it in your pocket, what is the reward of that? How many people say, who can you just lift your hands up please? Musabai. You, Hur, Shabir, MashaAllah, there's another Hur here, you also Hur and brother, from, from the 50, how many are here, 40, 50, uh, from the 40, 50, 4 to 5 know this hadith very, very well, <laughs> MashaAllah, and what kind of a Hur will they get? The mothers might be disappointed today, the sisters might be disappointed today. Subhanallah, in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Adil Adil. He is the one who, who has given justice. And He will do justice in the hereafter. If you pick up any litter or anything that is not meant to be in the masjid, that is the dowry of the large eyed who. What kind of a who? The large eyed hoor, Bariyanko Ali hoor. SubhanAllah. The beauty of it is incredible. InshaAllah. So we have to be very, very careful now. This is not just the duty of Yusuf Bai or the caretaker, it is the duty of all the Muslimin. When you go to the toilet, go with adab. The chapel that are there, make sure you use it properly. When you go to, to the wuzukhana, take your socks out. If the towel is on the floor, pick it up. 
If you see there is no one praying, then switch off the light. It is the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be rewarded. Respect the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَعَهِدْنَا إِلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمُ وَإِسْمَعِيلُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, and we took a promise from Ibrahim alayhi salam and Ismail alayhi salam. What for? أَنْطَهِرَا بَيْتِيَ لِلْطَائِفِينَ وَالْعَاكِفِينَ وَالْرُقَّعِ السُّجُودِ Subhanallah. The ones who constructed the house of Allah, Khana'i Kaaba, while saying, Rabbana taqabbal minna inna kanta samiyul alim, their duty and responsibility was also to clean the mataf for those who do atikaf and for those who are in ruku and for those who are in sujood. To clean the haram. That was the promise that Allah took from Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and Ismail alayhi salam. And this was the duty given to Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. How fortunate are those people? Subhanallah, who have this responsibility to clean the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah gives jazai khair to, to the Saudi government, at least. That when it comes to haraman al-sharifan, it is completely clean. Especially last year when we visited Masjid al-Nawi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Absolutely clean, subhanallah, spotless. Every tile, the gap between one tile and another, even that was being cleansed properly. The streets also absolutely clean. By 10 o'clock everything is shut and everyone is there making sure everything should be clean. Masjid and every sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and subhanallah and the outside part of it and the bath and the toilets that that are there, absolutely clean. The haraman al-sharifah, khana al-qaba, at the time of hajj it is so difficult. Difficult for the people to do tawaf, and yet, mashallah, they have this ajib technique, the dallas, in their groups with their simple ropes, and they hold it on one side, <laughs> and then they come, and mashallah, they are, whilst people are doing tawaf, they are this cleaning the haram and the sharif, and this, why is the hukum of Allah? It is the hukum of Allah. That is why when we, we have a policy in our homes that when someone enters, you take your shoes out. And that is good. Shoes go by every time. So everything is parked in the house. In Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there is a different revival. There is one revival. There was an all African lady, all African lady that, w- that would come at the daytime when the masjid was empty and clean and sweep the masjid of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. sallallahu alayhi wasallam would see her and knew that this is all Abyssinian lady who comes to clean the masjid. sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave her permission until one day Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam noted that that lady is not to be seen. sallallahu alayhi wasallam inquired, said to the companions, where is this lady? And the companion says, Ya Rasulullah, she passed away in the night. We did not want to disturb you. So straight away, the kafan and dafan was done. We paid the salatul janazah. She is buried. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got very angry. He says, she would clean my masjid. masjid e sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she passed away and you didn't inform me. You didn't inform me. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the companions, take me to her cover. The companions took Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
to the cover of that lady who passed away. And Aap Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stood on the cover and read her Janazah Namaz standing on the cover and made dua for her maghfirat. Made dua for her maghfirat. Why? Why? Her connection was with the masjid. Alhamdulillah, all these brothers here on a Friday after Maghrib, anytime they take out time, mashallah, and sit and listen to the Quran and in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, all this reward is given to them. They are included that the hearts are connected to the masjid and the hearts are open to the Quran and the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So we have to honor the masajid. We have to honor the masajid. The young ones should not come to the masjid. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this hadith is in Ibn Majah. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, keep your insane and your little children out from the masjid. And the parents are responsible. If the children mess around and make noise, the sins, the guna is on the on the father, on the father and the mother. So mother is listening at home. If the child is under seven years of age, he should be at home. Especially if he does not understand how to behave in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So many times we see young boys out there near the foyer, uh, running down the stairs, playing in the wuzukhana, making noise. Even here at the back, people are performing salat and the children are making so much noise. This is all guna. And some people say, oh, in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam allowed the women to come and with the women, children, and everybody came. That was in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The masail change all the time. The fatwa, the fatwa change all the time also. Fatwa? There were so many things in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But when, when it came for the masail to change for the better, for an example, you see, our time, Tarawi ko lele. The 20 rakat, the system of 20 rakats of Salatul Tarawi, Hazrat Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala gave the hukam. And if Hazrat Umar Farooq gave the hukam, it is like the hukam of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he was the Khalifa. So these were the shuyukh, the companions, the, 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 the muftiyane izam who know the Messiah. So whatever they say, they have all these ahadith in front of them. So don't just read the translation of Bukhari Sharif and read the translation of Muslim Sharif and say, okay, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so and so, women were coming and uh, children were with them. Subhanallah. In this day and age, the ulama have said that because of this one hadith, where sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, keep your children away and your insane people away. If the children make a lot of noise, it is better for the children to stay at home. And when they are seven years of age, under the supervision of the father, the father has to educate the child, and he is responsible of the child's behavior, and then you can bring your child. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Insha'Allah we will continue with this next week. Wa da'wana alhamdulillahi We have a special program of Khatm al-Nabuwat. Allama Khalid Mahmood Saab and a few other scholars are coming this Sunday uh, in Masjid-i-Umar after Asr Salat. Asr Salat is at quarter past seven. 
isn't it, on the Sunday? Quarter past seven. We have Allama Khalid Mahmoud Saab and other shuyukhs that are coming from the north. If brothers have time and take time out, uh, Khatma Nabuwat uh, is a very important aqeedah. It's part of Iman and Islam. So all the brothers must take out time, inshallah, and participate in the program. All of us will be greatly rewarded. Thank <laughs> you.